Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, I'm Dean Blandino. And as a newly minted Detroit Lions fan, I always listen to Chris and Case on the Detroit Lions podcast. Lions fans. It's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The show where Kool-Aid runs blue, faces turn red, and rose-colored glasses never go out of style. This is the Detroit Lions Podcast. Your Detroit Lions and Reddit connection. And now, two guys who haven't scored since 1958. Chris and Case. Hey, howdy ho, Lions fans. Welcome to the Detroit Lions podcast, episode 297. This is the official Detroit Lions podcast for Reddit. I am your dashing, dashing winner of a So host, dashing. Chris, and with me is my also dashing little brother and good friend, <laughs> Sam, man. How you doing, brother? I'm good. I'm, uh, I'm okay, you know. Days like these are normally rough, but not today. Not today. Not today. This is two in a row, my friend. This is, let me start by saying this is a crazy statistic, maybe not for some. This is the first time since Matt Patricia has been the Lions coach that we've won two games in a row, baby. Wow. First time. Wow. You can't tell me they're not getting better. <laughs> On the, on the move. <laughs> All right. We're going to talk about the game today and everything that went down. There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot of nuance that happened. I mean, we came out with a win. There's a lot of good. I think there's a couple of things we can talk about that maybe aren't as good, you know, places to improve. But key statistic was that W. So good stuff. We'll take your calls like we do. Do a little roundtable. We've got a great show lined up. Andy, you ready, my man? I'm ready. Let's kick this off and break it down. Alright, a couple of quick announcements. First, check us out and help us out on the Patreon. Very special thanks to Dylan from Guam. There you go. All right. And of course, our very first donor, Mathis. Brian Burkheiser from I Prevail. Also got to say hey to Nick Nick, brand new Patreon person. Thank you all for joining. And uh, all these great people are all where? Where? In the Slack chat. The most intelligent lions chat on the internet. Uh, soon to include Tony Ortiz. Um a great place to hang out, talk lions, good, bad, otherwise, intelligent takes, smart takes, but without the vitriol and hate and spittle flying that you see in just about every other forum on the internet. Great place. How do you get there? You join Patreon, uh, donate as little as a dollar a month, but more, more is good too. Uh, we'll take all that. <laughs> uh, Patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast, Patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. Guys, thanks so much for the slack or the, the super chats. We'll hit you up in a second. Wow. You guys rock. Uh, give us a like on Facebook, Facebook.com slash the Detroit Lions podcast, Facebook.com slash the Detroit Lions podcast, Instagram, Detroit Lions podcast, and on Twitter. Give us a follow at DET Lions Podcast. DET Lions Podcast. The very best place to see Sandman. With no pants on. That's right. That's right. All right. Subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com slash Detroit Lions Podcast. Check out the playlist, DLP Clips. You'll see us there. YouTube.com slash Detroit Lions Podcast. Rate us also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you find us, Pandora, all those things. Five stars, please. Please give us the five stars. If you don't give us five stars or you can't, head on over to the subreddit. Let us know why, and we'll see if we can make it better. 
because we love putting the salve on. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're gonna put up those phones in about two minutes. But uh, in the meantime, let's roll. Let's kick this off and break it down. Guys, you miss all the flash moves in between with the uh, little breaks there. I got some water. All right. Um, lots to talk about today. First, I got to hit these super chests because they're flying in. Thank you guys so much. Big you time. are rock and rollers. Riley, pay Galladay whatever he wants. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. I will say I, I do have an, an We'll talk about Galladay a little bit today because there's some pluses and minuses there, but he's definitely a guy we don't want to lose. Uh, Jamie Johnson, winning pays more. Yeah, it does. Thanks, brother. I appreciate it. And I, like I said, I hope we went out all the way to the Super Bowl. And uh, John Murphy with uh, a, a nice one there. Thanks, brother. Really, really appreciate that. Okay. Covered all of those. Let's talk about the game. Um, what what did you see out there today, Mr. Sandman? Let me, let me have you kind of give your summation because I always talk so much and I want to I make sure you, you're heard. This was a, like a Jim Caldwell Lions game. Like I was in a time machine watching this, a huge time machine. The, the not pushing the pace too much, waiting for the clock to get to where you want it to be. Uh, obviously lucked out a little bit at the end there with, uh, you know, or this side, I guess, with Gurley making some uh, excellent choices. Uh, Great choices. But, but really – Really, what I think we need to talk about is dagger time and how I don't think we should call it dagger time anymore. Okay. I think we need to call it dugger time because of all the babies that are going to be born after this game. <laughs> Everyone is rock hard, rock hard. Dugger time, baby. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. You're right. You, you got to write these down. Say. <laughs> What a game. What a game. A uh, couple one. Matt Patricia's first win streak as a head coach. That's right. Thank you, Kerlingus. Flounder. Okay, this is big stuff. Uh, he's putting down a pledge right now. St. Jude fundraiser is at $480. He will match up to an extra $200 by the end of the show. That's to all you guys. Okay, so here's the chance, right? stjude.org slash DLP. Hit it and go to town, my friends. It is awesome and uh we got an extra match so you know these small donations that add up get your uh get your money in there he's gonna match up to 200 flounderishes man you are super super thank you so much for that uh we'll talk about saint jude a little bit more here uh it should have never come down to girly messing up why is it always like this this is from loretto martin also why do lions always have me out of my seat i gotta tell you i would rather be out of my seat happy <laughs> than out of my seat with my head in my hands so that was awesome. And the last one, Quentin Quincy. You guys got to open a post-game show with an old-school forward-down-the-field fight song when we beat a team people seem to care about. Just saying. I've got one for you, Quentin, at the end. I, I've got it all teed up. We will bring that out, and uh, we'll make sure you get your forward-down-the-field old-school style. All right. Whew. People are saying my mic is a little low, and I think it's because cats uh, have ruined Chris's board. Let me pump you up a little. All right. If, if that's Give us some more test, feedback. Test. I, I think I, test, I bounced him up a little bit there. All right, let's see here. All right, yeah. Um, I'm going to talk about a couple of things. First, can we give credit to, because we, we beat him up so many times, Matt Patricia, can we give him credit for the challenge on too many men on the field? Not oh, only, great challenge. Not only did he challenge great and nail it with it, but then he also won't get credit for it because he only got three points off of it. But but he he, he did the, the, the dippity-doo where he uh, tried to draw him offside, got himself extra time, made sure yep. the guys could see the replay and check it out. It was it was well played to a T. I mean, you can't put it on the same tier as the too many men on the field on purpose penalty 
that uh, from Tennessee last week. But I will say that holy, holy cow, that was that was smart. That was very, very, very good situational football. Great, great job there, man, Patricia. There you go. First time for everything. That's right. All right. <laughs> All right. I think I got you up now, Sam. And we'll see how uh, everybody feels about it. But um, let's see. That was great. The hurry up offense. Don't do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> the hurry up offense. We towards the end of the quarter. Not there at the very very end only, but at the uh, the fourth quarter, we pulled that out. Not just because we were, were trying to do the comeback move. I love 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 our team in a hurry. Her um, hurry up. We just we just always do so, so well uh, running that. So let's just see if we can uh, if we can run that a little more. <laughs> yeah, you know the the play calling the whole game was kind of funky from Bevel. To be honest, it uh, you know was kind of predictable. You know, we we really haven't seen a predictable game from, from him in a while. Where you know outside of run run pass, which everybody calls out, uh, but. You know, we did enough to win today, and so Bevel's going to get off the hook on this one. But woo, for what you know, all the benefits and all the upgrades that the defense had on pressure, Bevel lost in creativity today. It's uh, you know, I think it's going to go slightly overlooked, but a win's a win, baby. A win is a win. Yes, absolutely. Um, I'm working on your mic still, little buddy, but okay, still quiet. Still muffled. That's weird. Okay, we'll keep at it. Um, was this? Oh wow, that was ASMR mic. <laughs> lions win, baby. Let's do this. <laughs> ASMR lions. Okay, we are ready to take your calls. Let's see. Um, we're gonna bounce over to that. Let's see. All right, we'll take your calls. Two four eight seven eight two eight three eight four. Two four eight seven eight two eight three eight four. We'll get this going. Um, the great challenge. The hurry up offense. I also want to talk about some of the great catches we saw. And, and Galladay came up a little bit earlier. Um, it stood out to me huge this game in that so many of these great catches are really situations where Matthew Stafford's making spectacular throws to receivers who really aren't open. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 we've talked about it uh, previously, but um, it's just not it's just not what we're we're hoping for and looking for there. Um, <laughs> I love how Stafford has come back. Stafford came out this week and really balled out. Um, did a great job, but um, he he's got receivers who are having trouble getting open, and I and I don't like that. Every time Kenny Dolly made these catches, they were super. They're awesome, right? Super contested. There's no separation. Hawk seems to be the one guy getting separation out there. Um, yep. So Even Amendola, but Amendola, you know, who knows? Doesn't get enough. What did he do? Did you see what he did? I wanted to see what he did to take that flag to get that flag. I have no idea. Probably just you know, white guy celebrated. Flash took that, his helmet off. Flash that. Push somebody. Smiles. Gave a wink. Killed. <laughs> killed someone. Hey, Pumped a few times. How you doing, caller? What's your name? And how many have you had so far? Uh, this is D man, and yeah, I'm not a drinker. Okay, that's good. That's good. That's okay. But, uh, first, I wanted to say I was listening to our last week. Uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, Mo from the Creek. <laughs> I'm also from Battle Creek. All right, <laughs> Mo from the Creek. <laughs> yeah, if he's listening, I used to be was in some. Uh, some group or something. I wanted to see if I could get on there. I'm, I'm the admin of a true to Detroit Lions fan group too, and uh, get them in there with us. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, tell you what. DM me on Twitter or just at me on Twitter really quick. Uh, you're a, 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 just that that you're the guy. And uh, when he calls or when he gets me, I'll get his info and we can I'll DM it to you. All right, perfect, man. And uh, uh, you know, I'm feeling good about the win, right? See how I did that? I did a Chris thing. I put the right at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's you. You got me nailed. I, I do the stupid right thing. I can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I, I don't think uh, I don't think that was going to be overlooked for this uh, play calling, though. I, I think it's uh, that's all I've seen today. I mean, I, everyone knows what they're going to do on first down, and we got we got to change that. I want to see more of the the things we did last year. You know, we come out first play of the game, and it's a play action fifty yard bomb. You know, I want I want to see some of that good stuff from last year. Can I talk about the play that nobody talked about, including the dopes on the TV? Uh, <laughs> Greg Jennings, uh, Brock, <laughs> idiot. Um, when Matthew Stafford split out as a wide receiver, did anyone else see that? Yeah, the wildcat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not even a mention. Didn't even yeah. didn't even warrant a passing mention. The one time Stafford lines up as a wide receiver, is, is, are these guys like trained for this? <laughs> <laughs> not not a great crew. I think we can all agree that this crew is not very great. You know what's trouble no. when they're saying bring back Vilma in the chat. <laughs> oh jeez. You <laughs> will. Hey, and. You know, I've been real critical of Stafford every time I've fought it. Not really critical. I'm asking, you know, more of what's wrong with this guy? You know, what's what's going on? But I've said this before. I said it today. I'll take Stafford late in the game over any QB in the NFL. Yeah. Any. Yeah. Yeah, no question. And it's really nice to see since the bye, we are getting that old Matthew Stafford back. You know what I mean? The one, yeah. the one that didn't show up the first three, four games of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, he really seems to be back. The whole team seems to have like just pivoted on that bye week. It looked good, looked good. That defensive line, um, again, got pressure, a lot of movement, pushing Matt Ryan around, uh, stopped the run, the run stop up there. I mean, it was all the things that we've been complaining about. They, mm-hmm. they did it. I can't believe it. Against a good team, against a really good team. Even on the the defensive side of the ball, just Patricia in general, I think the last two weeks, his whole coaching style has seemed to change, and that's been something that I've been saying since you know he just got here. Is this guy's stubborn? You know, he he doesn't want to change anything. It's his way or no way, and it seems I think I think he's caught a, a bit of of that. I know how seriousness has gotten. I know where I'm at with my job security and. I have to try to win. I have to make changes, and I think he's done that. We were worried if you know, are we going to see it again next week? And we, you know, we saw some good stuff this week too. Yeah, yeah, we did, we did. I think I think it's time to say that maybe the change is permanent. Whatever they did during the bye week, I think so. We we don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it was good. We don't know. He, they, he, we don't know. He simplified things, but how? Whatever he did is working. Let me ask you this, because I'm and I'm going to ask this of a couple of people throughout the show. Um, if this team keeps showing up, and of course, you know, they won't always win, right? But I mean, if this competitive right. team keeps showing up every week for the rest of the season, do you keep Matt Patricia at the end of the season? I think you have think, to. Uh, if, I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's so hard. <laughs> if, if, if he gets us into meaningful games in December. Oh, my mother. <laughs> Yep, I think we have to, you know, I don't think you can fire him. 
You know, like I, I definitely didn't uh, yeah. expect a turnaround like we're having after the buy, but we'll have to see if that continues. But so far, uh, you know, like we've been saying, we don't know what happened, but something happened and we can all be rejoiceful. Yeah, that, definitely. definitely. I, I, I think you're right. We have to keep him also because he has shown a willingness that he didn't show before to adjust and make changes. He didn't do that before. Yeah. Nope. Absolutely. And it's working. So I mean, you kind of have to keep them if he's doing if they're doing well. <laughs> well, not well. Even even five hundred, right? I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that would probably put him in a close to a um, that seventh wild card spot. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a big deal. Uh, Joe B on the super chat. I loved watching Arthur Blank walking out in the field just to watch his team lose. That that really was satisfying. That that felt so so good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey brother, I'm going to let you go. If uh, make sure to hit me on Twitter, and if we hear from Mo, I will uh, I'll get you his info. All right. All right, thank you guys. All right, go Lions. Good. Yeah, go Lions, brother. Go Lions. All right. Um, gotta say thanks to Joe. Love. Oh, he already said that. Sorry, I did that. Hey, caller, <laughs> what's your name? How many you had so far? Oops, wait. Sorry. Here we go. Hey, caller, what's your name? How many you had so far? Hey, this is Jamie from Montana. And uh, about three or four Mountain Dews. Oh, that's good. That'll keep you going. <laughs> That'll keep you up till midnight. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys kind of touched on it a little bit. Uh, sorry, I mean, let's just jump right in there. No, do it. Um, about about uh, how we're going to future wise. Cause I know right now we're all sitting in the afterglow of this awesome win. Um, but I really think that even if we end up eight and eight, we're going to keep what we got and go another round with it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I think we are. Um, but I think a lot of it also depends on how we end up handling the Galladay situation. Cause if we, can get him a little bit cheaper, you know, than what he probably is looking for. That'll open the door to maybe get some more ad available wide receiver or, you know, something to fill a hole free agent wise. Yeah. I th- and that would also depict a lot. It's, it's wide receiver and, and linebacker are the two places, you know, that just are glaring holes or weaknesses on this team right now. Um, Andy, I know he tried out this week. He he didn't uh, he didn't make the team. He was close. He was just my, a, he my was, six second forty wasn't. Yep, he was a little they, quicker I was, than Tavai. A little yeah, quicker, quicker but, than Tavai, but not by enough. Yeah. yeah, I don't have the hair. He wasn't quite the if, thumper. <laughs> if I try out, I'm skinny enough. I could just be you know I could be the the post in the end zone for the field goals. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's all right. That's all right. Yeah, no, this is this is good stuff. This is really really good stuff. I. I was I'm happy to see this team come out like this today. I'd like to see, you know, you want to see that convincing win, but Atlanta had everything to play for today. They are on that that like we just got rid of our coach. We want to keep Raheem Morris. We want him to remain our coach. We're going to play hard for him to help him get that. And uh, I think what we saw was a hard working Atlanta team, a hard working Lions team, both with some some rough spots, but um that's all every team has has rough spots. That's the way it is in a uh in a uh a salary cap league. So I think um, what we saw today was a team that, that managed the clock. Well, Hawk, he, that's, he, he, he didn't get caught in bounds. He was hawking the clock. You know that uh, <laughs> he did that on purpose. <laughs> he just made it more exciting for everybody. Yeah. yeah. He knew, he knew exactly how much time they needed to win this game. <laughs> that was funny when he caught that touchdown pass. It was Hawkamania here at my house. Yeah. 
for sure. Oh, man. The ground was shaking here. That was, yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I, I'll let you guys go, but I just wanted to let you uh, tell you, thank you for doing what you do. For me, being a Lions fan, transplant from Michigan, actually being able to watch, listen to you guys is a lot of fun. Living out here in Montana where there's not much to do. You can't really keep up with the Lions. You guys do a great job of keep me informed and going with it. So thank you to you guys for all that you do. Really appreciate that, bro. Really, really do. And after they won, my wife looked at me and said, well, now you got to donate more. And I was torn because I was like, yeah, I made that deal, didn't I? Where every time they win, I'm going to up, up the donation. So I want them to win, but at the same time, I, my finances, I don't want them to win. You know? I'm going to own some ranch land here soon. Yeah. I'll just have to fly you guys out for a weekend by the end of the season, hopefully. <laughs> Appreciate it, man. Really, really good. And you know, if you ever, if you ever got to choose, always, always donate to the St. Jude instead of us because those guys need it. I don't say they need it more than I we do, but they they kind of do. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of need all the help they can get. But appreciate it, dude. Really, really do. Thank you so much. Gonna let you fly. Um, gotta kind of uh, shout out St. Jude again. Um, there's a oh, what do you call it? Little little battle going on. Flounder put it out there. He's matching up to two hundred dollars. Uh, we're up to 569.69. We really haven't even kicked this off yet. <laughs> this is supposed to kick off to the six. You folks are awesome. Um, of course, the 69 cents shows up in every fundraiser we do. Oh, Trent just hit in with another 50. We're up to 619.69. Um, all you got to do is go to stjude.org slash DLP. You can donate right there, PayPal, credit card, the whole thing. You'll get your receipt, so it's tax deductible. Save that, get your money back, all that kind of thing, or your money off. And uh, help us raise the dough to make uh, St. Jude's kids help out. Let's get them up for Christmas. All right. Uh, let's see. I just missed the call. Let's see if we can get this one. Hey, caller, what's your name? How many had to drink so far? What up, though? It's Mo from the Creek. Mo, oh, Mo. how are you doing? <laughs> you get invites. I'm playing, I'm playing like a telephone operator over here. What's going on? <laughs> That's all good, man. It's all good. First of all, I heard the caller. Uh, my info on Instagram is Moski24, M-O-E-S-K-I-24. And anybody can DM me. But the... um. The Facebook, the Detroit Lions Facebook group is Detroit Lions fans, and they have a, a lion picture and a Detroit versus everybody picture in the profile. So it's real easy to find. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. How are you feeling out there today? Man, man I'm going to say this. To all the Stafford haters, they can kiss my Tony the Tiger's <laughs> ass with cornflakes on it. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Get it. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So I take it that uh you're a Stafford fan. <laughs> he he did it. He absolutely did it. Can we also talk about how much time we would have had if they'd actually called the PI on that oh wait, do we lose Mo? We lost Mo. I hope we don't lose Mo. All right, Mo, call back. We lost you, brother. Hey. But, but that pass interference was crazy. Yeah. Oh, it was insane. It was it was absolutely insane. Uh, hey, Carl, no, how many you had to drink? Oh, you know who it is, Chris. Uh-oh. Come on, baby. Oh, man. 
Brendan, what's going on, man? <laughs> How long till retirement now? We're losing them all. <sighs> oh my goodness. All right. I tell you what, we're gonna we're gonna reboot our phone in the meantime. Let's talk about the pass interference. In the well so I get why the refs don't want to call that because it's a game altering play. And some people are arguing, already going to argue that there was enough of those this game, mm-hmm. but my man was wearing the defender, like a Cape Galladay was wearing him like a Cape. The guy was bear hugging him while the ball was still 10 yards out, somehow still caught the ball and nothing potentially costing us the game the whole time when they started reviewing that play. My first thought was they're going to call it incomplete and they're going to run 10 seconds off the clock and we're going to lose Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that. There's just going to be some bullshit rule change, some weird rule that nobody's thought about in a long time. You know, I guess we're just used to that. So it, it worked out for us, but that not getting that pass interference was pretty wild. Yeah. Considering how tightly they had been calling the game. Yeah, that was that was insane. Um, and they did they did call the game pretty pretty tightly. And the fact that they didn't, oh man, we gotta get this now. Okay, okay I'm trying to keep up, trying to keep up. Uh, we we the fact that we didn't get that call. I mean, it didn't hurt the game. We wound up winning, of course, but that was really bad. It, yeah, it's a game changer, but it's game changer if he if they rule that not a catch, that changes the game as well. And the reason it's not a catch is because he's like you said, he's wearing him like a cape. He's count count Galladay out here, right? I mean. It's not, <laughs> Oh, you can be doing that crap. So, um, yeah, no, that was that was funny. Okay, let's. Uh, we're getting we're getting our phones restarted here. Back up, should be good to go on the on the phones. While we're doing that, Brett Kuzno, um, how you doing, man? My effing quarterback. Thank you so much for the super chat. Yeah, that's right. He was out there. He did not not mess up. Home skillet. Thank you. Our run D was pretty good again this week, and Romeo with two sacks. Is the defense getting good? This is the thing that I, I'm not really – I didn't expect this coming out of the bye. I wanted it, right? I really, really wanted it, and it was one of the keys for this defense to – and this team for this defense to come out of the bye, a changed thing. But you never see it happen like that. Well, well it absolutely changed. We could, we could spend a whole podcast talking about the defense after the bye, and maybe we should, yeah. but – the reality is, is that we have two Lions teams. We have Lions pre with no pressure and Lions post with pressure. Now we've got guys blitzing. We've got Jared Davis blowing dudes up left and right. He just comes in like a cannonball. I'm glad you said Nobody's that. stopping him. People are losing arms. They're losing limbs. He's making the tackles. But what, when you create pressure artificially, it allows your guys to get more one-on-ones. It makes the offensive line think a little bit more. Uh, and I think we saw that today with Romeo Aquara getting two sacks. You know, both of his sacks were fantastic sacks. But generally speaking, you know, when we weren't getting pressure, teams just had a, you know, running back sit back if it was a big passing down and he would just get whoever was, uh, you know, winning their matchup slightly. So he would, you know, Romeo Aquara would get chipped. You know, we're not seeing that now because we're just getting pressure artificially. And it's a beautiful thing to see. We've been asking for this for, you know, years now, years we've been asking for for artificial pressure. So I don't know what happened. I don't know if Sheila came in, Matt Patricia handed her the game ball and she said, shove this up your ass unless you get more pressure (laughs) and then left. (laughs) Maybe that's what happened. I don't know. All right. Brandon, is this you? 
Yeah. Okay, we got you is back. It, is this you, Chris? <laughs> I, I think, is this I, you, Chris? I, got it. I think so. I'm not sure who I am anymore. <laughs> not, not after that game, man. I lost my voice. <laughs> That's the first time I lost my voice, and I don't know how long over a ball game. Oh, that was something. That that finish. I mean, I, I don't know that there's a Lions fan that was watching that whose feet were not on the ground and butt out of the chair. That was incredible. I, I I was just about there, and I said, here we go, three seconds. I can't believe they got this shot. And uh, I mentioned, I don't know if I mentioned this in the chat early on, but I did on Twitter. Uh, it, uh, uh, I was After the game, there's a really good Falcons fan that I know that was part of my club that, uh, you know, I was part of uh, for quite a while. Yeah. And I called him up because I got his phone number. And he, he told me, he says, when we had, th- when you guys had three seconds left and Matthew had the ball, I knew he was going to score. I said, you had more confidence than I did, man. Because <laughs> we've seen it the other way around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll tell you, absolutely. But I, it, but I felt that, I, you know, and it's funny because it was the same thing. Um, in the earlier games in the season, I just it was one of those like, oh yeah, there's no way. But there's something about this time. I don't know why. I felt the same way. I'm like, we got this. We got this. We just did it with 27 seconds. Got the three. We've got this. We've shown we can do this. And there's a confidence in these guys right now that I feel like there's no way they won't score. And um, even like I said, with hocking the clock and and all the other crazy stuff that happened. They did it. They did it, man. Yep. These guys were on it, and they just they never wavered. And Stafford, you could see it in his eyes, in his face. Mm-hmm. He was concerted. Yep. Yep. He knew it was going to happen. That's crazy. It oh. is crazy. And now, you know what we can start thinking about? If only Swift would have caught the ball in a Bears game, <laughs> and if only we would have blah, 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 blah. You know, I mean, there was one, one member of the pass that he threw to – well, it was short of Marvin Hall, but over Marvin Jones's hands into the end zone against the Saints, which would have brought him, I think, even, mm-hmm. and that failed. And I thought, dang, man, maybe this team is closer than we thought. It's just that defense needed to figure it out as far as personnel is concerned, and it looks like they're beginning to do so. Yeah. Uh, uh, how many? Do you have any idea about uh, uh, yards rushing? How much was the total yards rushing? You guys see the stats on it? I didn't. I'll get them right now. Yeah, I didn't either. But, okay. Uh, well, the, the only other thing I was going to mention, I know you got a flood of calls because I, I haven't even been able to hear the whole show, hardly any of the show trying to call in. <laughs> but uh, uh, <laughs> uh, the, the only other thing I can think of is uh, they, 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 got, they, they got it. They figured out how to stop the run with the right personnel somewhere. And but uh, when the uh, Falcons started figuring out their offense and getting it done, I thought this game's over. You know, we're going to see it. This is done. And then all of a sudden there was a turnover. And then all of a sudden there was a sack. And then all of a sudden I thought, dang man, maybe we can get this. And then oh, by the way, did didn't Todd Gurley uh, did did he do some uh, uh, college time at Penn State at all? You guys know. <laughs> Outrageous. Outrageous. I couldn't believe it. Hey, I'm retiring at the end of this week, and this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> hey, congratulations. Guys, For real. Take care. For real, man. Bye-bye. Congratulations, brother. I look forward to retiring, too. All right. Uh, we'll get one in as we um, 
as we pick up this call, hopefully, yeah, we're getting in there. Okay, real quick, Matt, uh, thank you so much for the super chat. We are afraid. We are absolutely terrified of you. And Loretto, back again. Thank you. And this is an interesting one that I think we want to talk about a little bit, too. Um, time to put your tinfoil hat on. Do you think Bevel's doing some plat- crappy play calling on purpose, saving the good playbook for the better teams coming up or for meaningful games in December? That would be the rocket scientist kind of thing to do. Right. But, <laughs> but how, uh, I don't, I just don't see him giving up. I just don't see him giving up that much on the, in the early part of the season. Like those you teams. save maybe a few plays here and there. You save a couple special ones, but you don't run, run past, you know, half of your stuff, you know, half of, half of your, uh, half of your opportunities, you know, on purpose uh, without a plan in mind. Uh, it's, it's, you know, I think Bevel thought that they were going to be able to run on the Falcons a little bit better, which is a little odd considering how the Falcons pass defense is ranked. Yep. Yep. Um, but he saw something on film and I think, uh, it definitely didn't work out the the way he thought, you know, it was uh, a little riskier when they started to throw later in the game, the Falcons timed a bunch of really good blitzes that we're lucky Stafford didn't get his head chopped off a couple times. Uh, but boy yep. alright hey uh, really quick caller we'll get to you in once I just want to say one uh, Joey A in the uh, chat he says don't forget none of this would have been possible if it wasn't for the Atlanta mess up um, that's true but there was no 10 second runoff this time and that's a little bit of different I'll, I'll take it teams mess up we mess up all the other time and um, holy sh- this, sorry I've got to approve this comment Sam uh, Sam <laughs> Holy ass, Sam man looks like Chris and Stafford's love child. Hey, caller, what's your name? How many of you had so far? Damn. Hey, Chris, hey, Sam man. This is uh, Zach out of Wisconsin. First time, long time. I just, I was watching the game today, and I just, and I thought, uh, someone was so frustrating. I, call, I told myself I need to call in and need someone to talk me off the ledge, tell me why am I still watching football? Why am I watching this team? And then, you know, it's, it's these games like today that just bring me back. Like, this is why, you know, I watch the lions and pack the country. These, these wins like this, just make it all worth it to see this team that you've been waiting Mm -hmm. for so long for someone to make you happy. And then it finally just happens after all this hurt. Like, man, I, I needed this win today. I was, I was getting pretty pissed halfway through the game feeling like we were about to, give away the game, but uh, nothing specific. You know, I thought it seemed like the run defense is doing great. I wish they'd play swift a little bit more, but overall I'm, I needed this win today. So I just wanted to call in and share some love. That's awesome. Let me ask you, let me ask you something. Did you get nervous when uh, Brandon, Brandon Howell got on the field at all? I mean, the, and the reason I, did, yeah. I, I always get nervous when a guy we cast aside because just, he, they always, they always ball out right when they play against us. I, I, I started. Right. <laughs> It's just poetic, and, and I don't know about you guys too, but I also got a little excited too when we went into halftime. I was like, "All right, we're not winning. We might have a shot at this game." <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the real turning point. That was the real turning point. The understated comment. <laughs> and and isn't it poetic? Lions ask that we had to kick the field goal after a penalty, and and forty eight yard point after. <laughs> yeah, like come on. As soon as that penalty happened, I was just like, you know. This this Lions game couldn't get any more Lions game. The end of this game was like every win we've had the last five years. Yeah. Been like this. We're, we're killing people left and right. I haven't jumped up and down behind my couch like that since we played the Falcons in like 
2015-ish, somewhere around there. Yeah. We won the field, won with a crazy field goal at the end of the game. This is a well-needed win. This is a, a good little reboot for the for the Lions fans that are perpetually hurting. I, so, I actually brought that game up to Chris before <laughs> yep. the podcast started. I said, Atlanta yeah. has a tendency of doing bonehead things that led us back into games. And they did it back in 2015 yeah. in London, and they did it again today. We owed him one for the Golden Tate game. <laughs> Sam, man, it's getting worse in the chat. It could oh, have no. been worse. It could have been Chris and Patricia. <laughs> <laughs> what? All right, well, I have Bob. I just Chris wanted to. This universe. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my man. Hey, thanks for calling, dude. Really, really appreciate you uh, to, yeah. calling in and uh, listening to the show and everything. This is It's Celebration Sunday and Celebration Monday. Enjoy right. it. Enjoy it, man. Yeah, you too. Love the show, guys. Have a good All one. Right. Thanks, bro. All right, we'll uh, pull another caller in. Get to see how this thing's working. Updating conversation. Oh, boy, this this app is off the off the nutter right now. Sake it's time. All right, hey caller, what's your name? How much have you had to drink so far? It's Mo, man. I got disconnected. <laughs> Mo's back. <laughs> oh my god! So really quick, Mo. It's now Chris and Miss Escanaba. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm over here cracking up. They going hard in the chat. Yeah, Jeez, man, you know. <laughs> Sam, I'm taking it in my feelings, you know. I'm soft on the inside. You know, I'm like a peach. I can vouch. You need to be careful with me. <laughs> and we were we were talking about how we were talking about how Galladay was wearing my man as a cape at the last throw there, and all I could think was that Mo was singing. Man had a cape on him like Count Chocula. <laughs> oh yeah yeah man you know what we we were supposed to be in that game we i mean this is a this is another fu 2020 for messing up uh, a perfectly good moment in time (laughs) man but you know what that it was such a defensive game it was like I don't know who's going to win this thing because you got two teams that, that don't want to be looked upon as sorry. So it was like Atlanta's like, we're we not, we not going to lose another game. And, and Detroit's like, we're not the same Detroit. So I think it was a head-busting, helmet-cracking game. Give it up for Galladay because he was catching some catches, some catches man. I was like, damn, he's going to need an ice bath tonight. <laughs> <laughs> that one catch is crazy. I am I am pumped to put that in a slow light. The double pump where he got hit in the back yeah. landed flat. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. I couldn't believe that, he got that's up. That's what I'm talking about specifically. I was like, woo. <laughs> <laughs> but when, but when, Gurley sco- when Gurley scored, I was like, man, you don't know who our quarterback is, cuz? You don't know? You ain't seen Stafford? You don't know who we got? <laughs> So that was think, off. That was that was off the chain. Yeah, it was. It was. This is this is again. It's it's celebration Sunday, man, and and it's not going to end till Tuesday. There's no way it does. What do you think about the Colts? We got these two wins. The Colts are not a bad team here, right? I mean, we're we're looking. Uh, I, I think I think Sam man. I think Sam man put it best. Whatever happened during that bye week, it was like 
you know, it was like bump all this. We we not gonna be the same defense. Something happened. I don't know what happened, and it was just like it's a turnaround. So I think, man, I think it's it's, it's a different Lions team. I think our front line is ready to bang some heads. So I'm man, take taking on. And then look for this type of win that we're doing we'll end up losing to, like, the Jets or something. I know we don't have it on the schedule, but that's just what the Lions do, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Lions are like the nutty professor. Like, they've been taking their potion. They look good. Yeah. Everything's good. You got to hope that they don't run out of potion. Yeah, yeah, All yeah. Right. Okay, but, you know, I'm, I'm, go ahead, go ahead. I'm proud of this team, though. I'm just proud of this team. I'm just so excited, bro. That's that's I, I am too, man. And and you say it, Loretto Martin is is with us. He hit with the super chat. He said, "Why do people always bring up how the other team messed up, and now how not how great we were for capitalizing on their mistakes?" And it's absolutely true. It's a mindset there, right? I mean, it's um, yeah, it's the way it is. We capitalize, we win. That's it. That's what we did, and we yeah. were waiting for that. And then, yeah, of course, uh, our our good friend, you may know him. It's uh, Sandman <laughs> shows up, Mo, Mo for president. <laughs> <laughs> we don't normally get political here, but that's a candidate I can get behind. <laughs> hey, I think I think the world could use another black president, so it's all good, baby. All right. I'll put my ballot in. <laughs> all right, Ninmo, there you go. <laughs> all right, my man. Hey, I'm gonna let you run. We got a ton of people cool. calling. We're gonna keep rocking, okay? All right, man. Much love. One right, love. You too, Mo. All right, let's see. Later, Mo. Bye. Oh man. That's awesome. Justin okay. Young thinks that Gurley slipped on the seven-layer dip low. into the end zone. Oh, oh, it must have come off of, uh, uh, Patricia's belly on the front of his coat as he's going out <laughs> he, for he, he walked out in front of the end zone and <laughs> put the chips and everything down. Hey, caller, what's your name? How much you had to drink? Yo, this is Q, Q. a.k.a. Q. Poppy. <laughs> A.K.A. the Detroit Lions podcast, road game correspondent. Yeah, <laughs> how you doing, man? <laughs> man, I, I just, I just came, I just came back from the game. I, I don't know, man. Like, I'm sweaty. Like, I just played. It's amazing. <laughs> so, how, wh- where were you sitting there? I was sitting right in front, like right in the end zone where Hawkinson caught the touchdown. Oh, I was too nervous oh. to try to get a video. Oh my god. Oh man, send me whatever you got, man. <laughs> I, I I got you. So yeah, no, it was uh, it was amazing. Oh man, all right. So tell me, I when we a couple of the shots, I saw a whole heck of a lot of blue in the stands there. How how did Detroit represent? Oh, we we every road game I've ever been to, we represent, especially here because you know Atlanta. There's a lot of transplant, yeah, so yeah, yeah. a lot of people from Detroit here. To the, even if somebody sees you with like a Lions hat or a jersey, they just automatically ask you, "What part are you from?" Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm from, I'm from Pontiac. Ah, cool, 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 cool. That's good. <laughs> Atlanta's got a cool vibe. It, yeah. it always has. I've always liked it. Man, amazing. I was at the game where Darius Slay picked off Carson Wentz, mm-hmm. like his first mm. interception. Yeah, yeah. This was oh, yeah. way more exciting. <laughs> um, unbelievable. When Todd Gurley, like, accidentally scored the touchdown, like, that's, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. It sounds so funny. He accidentally scored the touchdown. It's great. <laughs> Oh man! And, oh my God! And you watch that, and how many people would have done the right thing there? I mean, I think every person watching right now or, or on here would have run that ball in and taken the touchdown. Then been like, we wouldn't even been foolish to to lay down too too late, right? <laughs> we just run in, but yeah. celebrate, and everyone looked at us like what? Todd Gurley, fantasy football yeah. running back confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley has officially been 
falcon eyes. Yeah. That was ridiculous. <laughs> they, you know, I've got to tell you, as much as we know the Lions for giving up leads, the Falcons, they lead, they lead the league here. They, they have to carry this flag because, boy, they have lost a lead to everybody. Oh, man. It was like, I thought, you know, I thought we were going to blow the game because it was a lot of soft coverage. Like, we were basically playing prevent for most of the game. It felt like, like a lot of those underneath passes to Julio and Ridley, like nobody's even there. So I'm like, here we go again. Yep. Yeah. But then, I mean, you know, they finally let Stafford lose. Also, I was the only thing I, w- I could do was like look at Twitter. Mm-hmm. So I was, I saw the Riz posted. Um, this is about to be a 10 second runoff in Atlanta. I was like, oh was shit! So, I hope not. You I was know? so worried about that. I was like, they're gonna <laughs> yeah. find a way to do it again. We're they're all waiting. We're again. all waiting. <laughs> all right, let me ask oh, you. Man, but yeah. I'm, I, and I'm gonna. I think you. I think you're gonna. Go against this, but Andrew in the chat says Ebron would have dropped it. You know Ebron would have caught it, right? <laughs> Ebron would have dropped it. <laughs> like, he would have caught it with his legs. Yeah, or well, he, he would have caught it and lost it going to the ground or something. Yeah, yeah. But, man, amazing, right. man. Amazing. All right. Hey, I, I want to say, well, I got your cue because – you're my guy. I want. I'm gonna. I'm gonna play off you and talk about St. Jude a little bit. All right, because we got one of the guys in the chat is gonna match up to two hundred dollars raised, donated there during this show. So we got to get two hundred dollars more in there so we can double up that and get another. Make it four. Uh, we're not. We're not too far away. We're about eighty bucks off. If you go to stjude.org/dlp, stjude.org/dlp, you can donate directly. Get the receipt. The whole thing. You can put on your taxes, and it helps go towards. Um, our telethon, our podcast-a-thon that really isn't even started yet. So, uh, help us help us maximize that double in money, guys. Let's uh, let's let's get that action going. All right. With that said, <sighs> Q, I love I love when you call, man, because other than the first time, it's all been good news. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I, I, I can see that. <laughs> Everywhere I go, people are smiling, right? All right. <laughs> I'm gonna let you go, bro. We got a lot of people calling. We got a couple things we got to hit. Um, Thank you. Thank you for calling. Thank you for doing the road reporting and taking on the hard job for us today. <laughs> well, I got you. One more thing, Sandman. Yeah. One thing I noticed today is that for whatever reason, like you cannot replicate like the nervousness and the energy that you get being in a stadium. Like my stomach yep. was in knots the whole game. Like, yeah. you know, if I'd have watched this on TV, we would have been excited, but it's, there's just nothing like being there. So, no, Appreciate that's 100% true. I actually. Oh, I was thinking about that while I was watching this game. I was watching the last play. I watched the Galladay catch, and I thought, I'm not nearly as nervous as I normally am in times like these. My heart is popping out of my chest when I'm at the stadium. And I've been a season ticket holder long enough. I've been to enough of these games that, you know, it, it's a completely different beast. It, it, it really, really is. All right, man. I right, appreciate cute. you guys. I will call in next week after we beat the Colts. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. And, and I, I hope I hope there's a way we play Atlanta next year because I, I got to get up there. You, Malcolm, all the guys. I want to I want to get us together and hang and have uh, have some fun, man. Or if not, if not, For let's sure. figure out a Detroit game when this COVID crap clears up. All right. Cool. Or we still can do the Super Bowl because you know, oh, looking looking about today, we might be there. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> We'll keep this up. Let, let me lie to myself for another week at least. Yeah. yeah. No, you got till Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. We'll talk to you. All right, cool. Take care. Right. Love you, Q. All right. All right. We got another caller. Let's see what we got. Caller, what's your name? How much have you had to drink? Hey, 
My name's Luke. I've only had a couple. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> we've got we've had the last couple weeks. We've had the most sober Lions fans that we've had probably in the history of the show. I don't know if if we're all maturing as a group or we're, our livers can't take anymore. Right. It's dialed. I don't know what's going on, but whatever. How you doing, brother? Yeah, good, good, good. I mean, better now for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, one thing I seem to notice that makes me excited about the future is Swift. She dropped another pass of a normal swing pass that seemed like, okay, running back should have that. I think this rookie is having a hard time taking passes from Stafford because people have said it throughout Stafford's career that Stafford delivers his passes harder. So if he gets used to that, I think just him in the passing game is going to be that much better. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely a better problem. You know, and it's hard to blame Stafford for throwing the football too hard, especially in cases like this one where a guy was right in his face and he was throwing it around him. Uh, You know, we kind of have to have expectations that guys will catch it. But it's definitely a different experience watching other teams like, you know, Drew Brees' Saints, like, don't drop very many balls, mostly because those things are pillows Mm -hmm. landing in the dude's hands. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think there's something to it. But, man, it's hard to be too mad at Stafford for – yeah, zipping those boys. Can I say something that's going to make people go a little, nah. a little nutty? I, I do that every now and then, but it's I got to do it again. Um, do it <laughs> early in the game. This is early. This wasn't for the entirety of the game, but um, and and we're talking about a guy because I did get get to the uh, the numbers here. He only got twenty seven yards rushing on the game, and and thirteen of them wasn't as long, right? And nine attempts, but um, Swift was out there. Early, like I said, he had a spin move. He, he found his way. He like kind of meandered his way through the uh, uh, the backfield in the, in the line. Gets out. He gets to the second level with the with the linebacker. Does the spin move. If he waits just a little longer on that spin, he he breaks away from the linebacker. And he's, and he's in the second level. That and yep. another play I saw where he was running, doing a little dancing, and he went and he lost a yard in the in the backfield. I was like, he reminds me a little bit of Barry. And, and not because yeah. he was like going crazy, right? Don't get me wrong, because Barry did some some amazing things. But Barry and th- this number is absolutely wrong, so just take it. But it's it's it's, re- it's rhetorical or whatever. Barry, I felt like so many times, like eighty percent of the time, he got caught in the backfield, right, and and taken down. There was so much running around in the backfield with him because there was no line to protect him, and nobody could predict what he was going to do once he got the ball. That there was all kinds of action going on for three yards at a time. I feel like we're going to get a lot of that with Swift, but I think he's going to break a lot too. He's pr- he's not going to be Barry, okay? He's not going to be Barry Sanders, but he's got a little touch of that. Of he's got a little bit of a look of Barry and Barry's style, the way he runs the ball. I really like that. I, I we'll see if it pans out. We'll see if he winds up being um, you know a different style runner. But yeah. I saw a little bit of that in today. I would love to see more of that because nobody's like Barry, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. He he seems to have the thing you can't teach a rookie. And in the NFL, which is vision, yep. you can't really teach that too much. He's got to get the things that are teachable, which are hard throws and your timing, 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 timing. Yeah. You just got to get used to the pro level of timing. And I think he can go to the next level. And it seems like the refs are really mad once Patricia said, hey, you guys messed up. They started to be trying to get us back a little bit there at the end, but. It works. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll let you guys go. All right, Have a good thank one. you, man. Have a good one. Bye bye. Bye bye. 
All right. I know Brett's trying to get in. He's going to, he'll get in here. I want to do a quick update update for the uh, St. Jude thing because you guys are just killing it. Some guy's name Sandman shows up again. I don't know who this guy is, but he's, he's dropping. I feel like I'm a stripper. Uh, anyway, <laughs> we're up to 7, 14, 20. We, they took away the 69. <laughs> I know. I tried, I tried to get us to, those, to 69, 420. It, it didn't. Somebody beat me with a, with a normal donation. It's fine. I'll come back strong later. <laughs> all right. 71420. Thank you all for being part of that on the St. Jude thing. We we love we love you guys. It's, it'll be there for well, through the end of December, but we're doing whatever we can to help these kids get a great Christmas. So help us do that Christmas for the kids. All right, let's uh we got a caller. Do we have a caller? We do. All right. I thought I hit the button. <laughs> hey caller, what's your name? How many have you had so far? <laughs> so this is I've had nothing and this is Matt from Seattle. Hey, how you doing, hey, Matt? Matt? I'm doing outstanding, you know, because, well, obvious reasons. Well, actually, let's. First of all, you said you were, you were trying to get somebody else in really quickly on a call. Is that something you need you need to do? Or? No, no, we got we got you, man. I I I looked down. I wasn't sure that I'd answered you on the call. I'm glad I did because I always went and got got rid of you to get the call. So you're here. Let's do it. <laughs> this whole production and talking and thinking is not my my forte. I think. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, well let, let me cover something really quick. I do have a bone to pick with the Lions today. Yeah. They're not meeting my expectations. <laughs> I mean, aren't they supposed to like lift us up and then drop us on the floor as hard as they possibly can <laughs> in the most head. pathetic way possible? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was waiting for the 10 minute or the 10 second, 10 minute, <laughs> the 10 minute <laughs> runoff. I was, waiting, <laughs> I was waiting for that 10 second yeah, runoff, too. man. I was just waiting for it with all the reviews and what's going on. And I was nah. nervous. It was all nervous as hell. It was just a great way to win, though. Um, interesting. This team, this team is a different team than it was before the bye. And I can't explain it. I can't put my finger on it. But you can see it and feel it when they're playing. And you can see it in Stafford's eyes. I think that's the thing that that last drive, you just felt like they were going to do it. This is a foregone conclusion. That 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 Stafford was there. That confident, I'm not going to miss Stafford, was right there. Yep. I get, I get the feeling that there's just more organizational belief. I've kind of touched on this. Um, with the ownership and whatnot, but I really believe that that's a thing. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. There's um, th- these guys, and 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 we talked about it. I think it was after the Saints game, or no, it was after the the the, the Cardinals game, uh, Sam. Man, where you said these guys still came out and played for this coach, right? After the two losses, the city was on fire. The whole thing going on, they didn't give up on the coach. And what we're seeing after this bye week is not only did they not give up on the coach but they've doubled down on this team and and the scheme and winning and and what they have here and i gotta tell you that's that says a lot to the support that this coach is getting from this team uh everybody was picking about you know and, and you, you can love them or hate them but the the whole sleigh move the digs move and cleaning out the locker room to something that's more towards what the coach wants and the attitude that he wants Maybe it's starting to bear fruit. Maybe that's what we're seeing, right? We'll we'll see. We've got the Colts. I think the Colts are a good test for us next week. Uh, I don't want to get too down on it because it's Celebration Sunday, <laughs> so we'll, we'll, we will celebrate. Right. But the, I think the the Colts game will be a really really good test for us. And if we come out winning that game, I will be sold on the 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 change that's happened. Even though you know the teams we played are NFL teams, we beat NFL teams, and um, and you know the Falcons' record was not the way that the Falcons team actually is in no way, you know, these guys were putting up points on everybody. You know, we held them to a pretty low number for their standards. You know, they're in the thirties or almost everybody else. The only other team that held them lower were the Packers. And 
you know, we, there's something to be said about that and the defensive game plan today. And like Chris was saying, not giving up, you know, not being too high, not being too low and finishing the game out when they had the opportunity. Daryl out there in the chat, blowing up running backs on route to a quarterback pressure. That's, I mean, they were doing it. They were out there. It was a different Fribbon team. I don't know what Detroit Lions team we were watching today because it was different than everything before the bye. Do you Do you guys remember when we drafted um, Ansa's teammate? I, I just blanked on his name. He, we traded him to the Patriots. Uh, Van Noy, Kyle Van Noy. Van Noy, yeah. When we when we had, when we brought Van Noy in and we couldn't find a role for him, we didn't have a place for him on this team. Couldn't figure it out. I think what's finally happened here is that they had, you know, Jared Davis, and they didn't know what to exactly do with him. He was making mistakes. They moved him out. They found his role, and they're using him, and they're using him, and, and he's that's doing what... well at it. And I think if we can continue and... to do that with the players that we have. Sky's the limit. And that's called coaching, and that's what coaches do. Yeah. You uh, you exploit, you know, everybody's uh, strengths, and then you, you, you use that to your advantage. And seeing, you know, this, there's something <laughs> all the all the heat that they took, this is a coach that was that could be easily grasping at straws and freaking out and melting, wilting under the sunlight that happened in the heat from the beginning of this year. And we're not seeing that. And you can call it arrogance, right. cockiness, or you know the, the the what he his reaction to to Rothstein um, about uh, you know being the the most dynamic or most significant fourth quarter play, whatever his answer was. Right? <laughs> hey, you know what? When you do things like you have the last two weeks, you can talk like that. You can do that. I'm I'm okay. I'm I want. As a matter of fact, if I've got a winning team, I want them to ball walk up to the podium. Right? <laughs> I want them to have the wheelbarrow. Oh, yeah. Of them with the sack in it and off to all right. What what questions are we taking today? Right, that's what I'm looking for. And look, if 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 that's what it takes to to kind of help us get over the hump is and carry that attitude because you see it on the defense, the attitude has changed. Uh, again, I'll talk about it. Uh, Matthew Stafford, his attitude was different out there today than it has been the first four games of the season. Even against the the Cardinals, there was a different Matthew Stafford head on those shoulders out there today and, and you could see it in his eyes you could see it in his face there's a belief that came out of this bye week with this team and, and a a swagger that i don't know maybe it wasn't deserved it maybe it is deserved maybe they're they're earning it whatever but they've got it and they're marching their way from end to end with confidence they're hitting hard i love it i love what i'm seeing this is a this is a real football team and that's one of the things we haven't had for a lot of years in a lot of games is a real football team. So I, I love watching NFL football. And, and really it all goes back to coaching and the question of what changed, what changed? Why are we all of a sudden seeing Jared Davis used properly when we've had him for two years and nothing happened? Uh, you know, why are we well, starting I, to see this well, stuff? You know, I think it's going to be really interesting to see if we can carry on with it, but uh, you know, I'm starting to lean towards, the Unlin effect that maybe Unlin's not a yes man like Paul P was. And maybe we're seeing a little bit of dissent in how this defense should be ran and we're actually getting, you know, good outcomes because of it. Yeah. Well, there, so just this is going to be my final point. Maybe it's kind of what Chris has um, uh, hit on literally over the last two years about Matt Patricia has shown us that he's able to self reflect. And that he's kind of, he'll, he will basically mercilessly self-reflect and then do things that he's fundamentally uncomfortable with. And so maybe giving up uh, uh, as much con- 
is much control over the defenses he's had in the past is him finally self-reflecting on something that he's been really proud of in the past. So I think it's coming down to this. He's just learning how to head coach. Yeah. Yeah, no. And that's one of the things we talked about when you bring, you hire a brand new GM who's not done it before, which is generally how you're going to get a GM unless you're getting a retread. Um, Or when you hire a brand new head coach, there's a learning curve. There is a learning curve. It's like a rookie right. corner, right? It takes a couple years to get good at that. And what we're seeing may be the fruits of those learnings. And and the one thing about it that you got to give him credit uh, as a leader, as a coach, and as a person for is that self-reflection. Um, I know just, just, just on this, on the side, you know, after the first season and, and the stuff that went down with the press, Justin Rogers reached out a lot and spoke a lot with Matt Patricia about repairing that relationship. And I would say that he was the emissary that helped make a bridge to fix that. Um, So a lot of credit just, just to Justin Rogers for what he did and how he worked through that. But uh, also to Matt Patricia for being able to self-reflect and say, this isn't productive. This isn't productive for the team. It's not productive for me. It's not productive for anybody. It's got to change. And he did it. I mean, and it was all on him. He didn't change anybody else. He looked internally and made that change. That's hard to do. I don't care who you are, especially though, if you're standing in the spotlight and under the gun, most people, they don't do that. There's a great book. God, Ash, I wish he was here to tell me and remind me what it was. There's a great book about um, people when they're in trouble that have been successful before always revert to doing what always worked. They don't get creative. They don't do new things. They just, they, they, you're, you're so set in your mind that it can't be wrong. It's always worked before that you kind of double down on what's not working and, and it, it causes problems for a lot of people. Um, to have a guy who can, can, can make these kind of changes and self reflect, self scout, that says a lot. So, yeah, I think there's rookie head coach. I think we'll see. Um, I'm going to bring up the, as we're, since we're talking about him, I'm going to bring up the um, December monitor. Just because we haven't had it. And this is the most, Ooh. yeah, yeah, this is the most, um, uh, what's the word I want to say here? This is the most positive December positive, monitor yeah. Yeah, we've had so far uh, about meaningful games in September. We are, we're almost in near miss territory for the playoffs. This is, this is crazy town right now. <laughs> <laughs> crazy town. Love it. Anyway, I'm going to, I'm going to sign off, guys. Right, uh, it's been a pleasure as usual. Keep rocking. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Cool, cool. Thanks, man. All right. Hey, Wisco, I see you in the chat there, man. How you doing, brother? Uh, all right. So there's our Decembermometer. It's up. We're straight up. We're, we're pointing up 12 o'clock straight to the sky. You could use it like a sundial. Um, all right. There we go. We'll take your calls. Oh, we got another one. He's finally here. He's been trying. Does it work? Is that you, Brett? Woo! Yeah, it's me. It's <laughs> Brett Coos now. Coos. The Coos. How you doing, nice. man? Andy, Chris, no. nice hearing it. I did leave a message on Skype, but if I may take two seconds to rehash the message I left. Please, then I can just delete it. Uh, I don't have to listen it was. to it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I just want to Ric Flair this bitch for two seconds. Sure thing. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, that, that's all I wanted to do. All right. But uh, no, um, no, the only point I want to bring up, and you guys touched on it a little bit with the last caller, if you look at this game from the front to the back, I cannot, regardless, don't get me wrong, Stafford to me was great in clutch, but to me that was a coaching victory mm. because they sent those guys out on that, that last offensive play Atlanta had. And basically, they didn't just say, let him get in the end zone. They said, 
put him in the end zone. <laughs> Carry him. <laughs> and if you would, if you would, if you if you go if you go back and rewatch that, they push Todd Gurley toward the end zone. Yeah, yeah. That's why he <laughs> fell down on the court. <laughs> <laughs> and it's that's you talk about a massive trust in your offense, right? I mean, in, in any other football game, yep. teams are just dying to get that stop. Right, get that goal line stop, put them down. All right, now we've, you know, no, they didn't do that. They they said, "F it, give them the points, and we're just going to come back and score a touchdown." And to say we're going to score a touchdown instead of a field goal, that's that's a lot of confidence. That's a heck of a lot of confidence. That doesn't work, you know. People right. people are going to be pretty angry with the coaching, but this is absolutely, as you said, a coaching victory. Great, great job. Do you want to be mad about well, the, callers, the, the entire? <laughs> <laughs> well, the entire me, fact. <laughs> The entire fact that they let Stafford work the middle of the field with 64 seconds and no timeouts, Crazy. that is a huge example of confidence. Because yeah. uh, except for that initial Hawk uh, pass that he didn't get out of bounds, they, they just said, screw it. Let's just go straight down the middle of the field. Yeah. We're just going to do I, I think, 30-yard I, chunks and, and clock it. I think they're finally starting to trust Stafford. Do you remember the, the timeout game yeah. that cost us a win? You know, and yeah. Stafford's yelling to the sideline, trust me, trust me. I think they finally yep. just learned, oh, you know, like Caldwell trusted Stafford. There's a reason we had all those comebacks. And a lot of that was mm-hmm. trust between the coaching staff and the players that they would get it done, that they know how to line up and get it clocked, that they're going to do the right thing in, in, in those moments and give the team the best chance to win. Yeah. And I, I think that this is one of the first opportunities that we saw where Stafford really was able to, look like old Stafford. This is classic old Stafford. And this is the first time in Patricia's reign that we've seen this. And you kind of have to wonder if it was, you know, that Stafford just didn't have it until right now again, or if it was a coaching imbalance or whatever, but it's nice to have it back. Well, and I will say, uh, so right when they were able to, after the replay and he clocked it with like two or three seconds left on the clock at like the eight yard line, I know my oldest son who, who's been my biggest lions buddy forever. He's like, dude, I'm just envisioning all these times we've imploded. And, he, and he's like, what do you think about? And I said, 2009 broken <laughs> or separated shoulder, Brandon Pettigrew. Yep. I'm like, this dude is going to nail Hawkinson in the chest <laughs> with a laser. And sure enough. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> and then of course, 15 yards to push back the extra point for the win. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> oh, man. But thank God for Matt Money Prater. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> except except once. But that's okay. He's only three away from tying sure. Janikowski for the record of uh, over 50. That's that's killer. That's just incredible. And if, if they would have just got another oh, five-yard penalty, he could have yep. gotten one closer on the extra point. And he, and, and, <laughs> and he did kick a 49-yarder, too. So he could have run away. <laughs> he did. He did. <laughs> hey, uh, really quick. I want to hit a couple things before you go, Brett. Um, uh, first flounder, sure. congratulations, guys. We crushed it. We're over uh, the $200 match, so I'm going to match this afternoon. That's going to put us at like $914.20. Great job, everybody. Thank Ooh. you so much for doing that. Um, I want to talk to you, Brett, really quick, because you're going to join us, right, on the uh, podcast-a-thon? I am. Um, you know, briefly, I, I uh, so my oldest son is 19, but he just went through treatment for something called Ewing sarcoma, which is actually a childhood cancer, but he got it late. He got it when he, right after he had turned 18. Um, thankfully we had the means that we didn't have to travel to St. Jude's, but 
his treatment, a lot of his treatment was developed for St. Jude's because it is a childhood research hospital more than or in addition to the treatment hospital. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, when we guys, when we go for the 24 hour podcast on the sixth, uh, I think you guys are going to dedicate me an hour. I am going to match all micro transactions. So anybody that donates up to 20 bucks for one hour, I'm going to match it. I think, what did I say? My cap was 500. So no, 2000. Nice. So no, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I, I thought it was 8,000. <laughs> so, so if we get, $500 in microtransactions, then I will match that and donate a thousand awesome. total. And that's awesome. And, and let's but talk in, about in, that because the microtransaction part is, is a really important part of that. Right. And, and it's, it's a lesson you talked about. And I was like, it's so, so important. Why is it that it's like the $20 and less the, the microtransaction? I want you to, to make that point really clear for folks. There are so many people who think that the $5 that I can give the $4 I can give the $10 I can give don't matter. But they absolutely matter. In St. Jude, don't get me wrong, St. Jude's does get large, large donations. Mm -hmm. But those are the things that sustain them. Those are the things that bring, you know, Christmas gifts to kids that are at St. Jude's, yep. kind of like you're talking about Christmas for the kids. Yep. Those are the things that bring the little niceties. The major donations are the ones that are bringing, you know, your big cancer research and your big. Um, you know, childhood disease research, but people, there are too many people and I've been through it. I'm at a better point in my life than I used to be, but I, there were times I didn't donate cause I could only donate 20 bucks. And I'm like, what's my $20 going to do? Yep. And, and that, that is the wrong attitude. Yep. Every little bit helps. That's why Every you time. see when there's a natural disaster and when they say, if you just text this number and give $10 to the red cross, that's why, because when you build on it and build on it, that's why I wanted to push the micro transactions. I don't want to say micro, but still, yeah, but I, I did call them, yeah. but still the, the smaller transactions. So it's great if you can give a hundred bucks, but I want to encourage everybody to give $2, $5, $10, 20 bucks, because if they do at least for one hour during, during our 24 hour <laughs> podcast, -athon, I will definitely match it. That's worth twice as much. Right. There you go. Yeah. So, and that's what I said, you know, I am, uh, I am the beneficiary. My son, who is now a huge Lions fan at uh, 19 years old, who had to delay his first year of college for cancer treatment is he's totally down with me. We absolutely love the fact that you guys are doing this because St. Jude's, it, that is where, like I said, he had, he got it late in life, but it is a childhood cancer. And if we didn't have a children's hospital, most adult hospitals wouldn't have known how to treat him. Yep. All right, Brett. And I, that's what these people do. I, I've got, they're, they're banging on my door. <laughs> no awesome. problem, brother. Yeah, Thank I, you for taking the call. I yeah, appreciate the time. For sure, man. We'll have you uh, on and we'll we'll do that during the, the podcast, but celebrate. Go celebrate with your son and uh, have a good time at the Lions Victory Parade. All right, copy. Thanks, guys. Love <laughs> All right, man. We'll Later. you. All right. Uh, I got a, hey, we got a new caller coming here in one second. Let me really quick say, hey, JC. Uh, thanks, y'all, uh, for all you guys do from Redondo Beach. I love Redondo Beach. I picked up my foosball there, and it was at the most amazing place I've ever been to. It, they, they lived in a condo, but it was like a, it was like the luxury condo, like you know the New York penthouse style thing. And mm -hmm. the open the doors to the ocean, and it's you know there's no humidity there, so you just had the ocean air coming in right off the. It was it was freaking beautiful and then i had to carry a foosball table i wanted to move there ever since though so hey jc thanks a lot brother hey caller what's your name and uh, how much have you had to drink uh this is steve from phoenix 
Fulber uh, is a judge. There you go. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the Lions will do that to you. Yeah. <laughs> this is a, a beautiful game. Uh, beautiful game. Uh, I called in. I think I, I called in uh, after the Chicago game, and it was doom and gloom. Yeah. And I'm like, I know everybody's saying Stafford's like not the same guy. Or maybe we'll after the Green Bay game, but is that no? Everyone's saying Stafford's you no. Know, he's toast. But I still said it's, it's give him a chance. Just let him. Let's let him just come through. I have just three points to the game. One, uh, Stafford. Our two minute drill. Stafford is the goat. All time, just that is where he lives. That's where he thrives. When we had a minute left, I had faith, and I knew it. This yep. is what he does. Yep. Uh, two, the run defense it, it has completely transformed this team from the defense that made that that allows us to get pressure and help the coverage. All of that. So that's been amazing. Fantasini and Tavai looks a lot better last these last few weeks. Huge. And then three, I know everybody hates all. Yeah, there, there's not a some people are saying the the play calling has been really suspect. I think maybe I'm projecting here, but a lot of people are saying all, all the running, all the running. But you know what? This offense is based off of the run. You know, I know that I I, I, will, I think we lost some of those early games, like Chicago, kind of got away from the run. We just let it go away. We try to pass that. And this the way this offense works is we need to run the ball, even if it's not super duper effective. Just so that we can at least have some play action, and just that's it, it, you don't want to be behind the sticks and, and trying to just throw the ball all the time because I don't think we're set up for that kind of offense. But right. that's just me. No, no, you're, you're not wrong. You're you're absolutely right. And and Bevel's going to take heat because a lot of people aren't used to still right even after this time here of of that that successful run game. It 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 often is unsuccessful. The, the run game is about committing to the run game. And I feel like we finally got the players that we can do that with and be successful more than we're not and then make that running game a real threat. And again, it gets the clock control. It makes for a different game. Uh, it makes for a lot less three and outs off uh, lasers that get dropped. Um, but it, 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 it becomes a different style of game. And it's one that Lions fans haven't seen a whole lot of, especially the, game, the, the type of game we played today, haven't seen a whole lot of in over a decade. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a weird kind of if it if it keeps going like this it's gonna be a weird adjustment for folks. Yeah, only thing I would say is to is a maybe working a little bit more play action mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. maybe a little bit less Peterson. You know, I, I think Carryon yep. he was even on the field. Like I know I know he's not the same guy from twenty eighteen, maybe not, but like yeah, I think you still have an opportunity to get the ball a little bit. Yeah, he he had some excellent yeah, pass blocks. Everybody knows that he's going to run the ball if he's on the field, so that's a huge tell. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No. That's and and when we did the hurry up, and then we went to Adrian, that was just heartbreaking. <laughs> that is not what we want at all. It, it is something to note how the Lions are using the running backs is a little bit problematic. In that, when Swift is out there, it could be a run or a pass. When Peterson's out there, ninety percent of the time it's a run. And when mm-hmm. Carrion is out there, ninety per, or ninety nine percent of the time, it's a pass because he's in there to pass block. You know, I Carrion got zero runs today, which I think he needs to see mm-hmm. at least three or four. And I'd probably mm-hmm. take those out of uh, Peterson's carries. I would like to see you know a more even mm-hmm. split among the guys to try to keep teams guessing. But I think that you know Atlanta t- teed off on a couple of those when Carrion was in there. Luckily, he was able to. Block because apparently he's a all world blocker uh, <laughs> so, so far this year. But 
man, it, it would be nice to see a little bit more balance among the running backs. All right. So uh quick update on St. Jude. It's up to 794.69. Hattori and uh, Jeffrey, uh, thank you so, so much for uh, adding to the pile there. Wow. Good folks. Good folks. All right. Hey, caller. Uh, I appreciate it, man. We're gonna we got a couple more people banging on the door. We want to get through them here. We don't want to. We want to give everybody some time, but we also don't want to be here all night. <laughs> so uh, we're gonna. No bounce. problem. No problem. Keep doing what you're doing. Oh, thanks, man. Okay. Thanks for calling. Really appreciate you listening and calling in. No problem. All, all right. right, have a good one. Yeah, you too. Be good, man. Later. All right. Um, let's see another one coming in here. Uh, one second caller. I got. I gotta say, normally there's a lot of pain to get rid of, but not today. It's time to celebrate. How do you celebrate? You go on over to cbd.detroitlionspodcast.com. Get your CBD, whether it's oil, whether it's the the sweet gummy squares, or if it's the creams, whatever you got. I actually had to leave my CBD cream with my mom because she loved it so much. It really got rid of her aches and pains. Um, this stuff is great, whether it's for sleep whether it's for knocking down a little bit of anxiety and and still saying, you know, cognizant of the world around you, you don't get high from this stuff. So just so you know, this is, this is just, it's everything but the high. They don't have the THC in it. That's why it's legal in all 50 states down to the gummies to give you just the whole body kind of chill. And they have this chill line that has the, it's something they call, something they call Delta eight. And, uh, let me just do this really quick. All right. Um, there we go. He's still there. He's still there uh, with Delta eight and uh, Delta eight just works. Awesome. Makes it a completely different type of uh, experience. Uh, head over to cbd.detroitlionspodcast.com. Diamond CBD. It's great, great stuff. I would not be talking about this if I didn't believe in it. Everybody who's tried it that's been associated with me um, is totally down and comes back month after month. cbd.detroitlionspodcast.com. Get yourself the relief you need and the sleep that you want. All right. Hey, caller, what's your name? How much have you had to drink? It's uh, Jason Australia. I haven't had anything to drink. I'm on my way to work. So um, this is just a great Monday morning, isn't it? Uh, on a, on a, in Australia here. So uh, <laughs> when the line happens, it's just awesome. What time? Um, what time did you get up today to watch the game? Uh, I was up at three thirty. Three thirty a.m. Worth it. Worth it. <laughs> uh, absolutely worth it. I tell you what, boys. Like Chris, you better get the monetizer ready because like. That's our mother effing quarterback. I tell you what, like that is our mother effing quarterback. He, like that's why we pay anyone that doubts him or hates on him. Like I will absolutely stand with him. Like I would, I'd take a bullet for him. Uh, I'm sure, like Chris, you've said it. You, you'll take a bullet for him. Like he is just absolutely unreal, absolutely unreal. Um, and I'd, another thing as well with on the offensive side. Kenny Gulliger, Kenny Gulliger is probably knocking on the door now. Like, I'm surprised his agent hasn't already sent, you know, like a video of his highlights today to Bob Quinn saying, <laughs> give this guy a bag. Like, he, he deserves a bag after today. Um, so, yeah, no. <laughs> I just wanted to add those things. Um, I reckon, yeah. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Scott in the chat. Just so you know, he was up at 2.45 a.m. in Guam. <laughs> but you got Sam in with the Australian flag behind him as his background right now. So I think you're you're being well represented. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sam. Man. Thank you, man. Much love. Much love. Oh, yeah. Um, I did want to say, though, because uh, back to a couple of early callers, um, it was a coaching victory. I believe that on the defensive side. 
If we had a loss this game today, I think that goes on Daryl Bevel's head, though. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. when the <laughs> offense stagnated, it was because of the play calls. It wasn't because of Stafford or the offensive players or anything like that. I feel like the, the play calling just it just halted, um, and that needs like that. You can't you can't have that against, especially against an offensive powerhouse like Atlanta, like with that many weapons on that side of the ball. So, um, like I, I feel like their defense played well, but it was because of our offensive play calling that it made them look good. Um, if that makes sense. So, um, but on the defensive side, couldn't fault it. No, I, I won't yeah. disagree. I won't disagree with you at all on that. Um, I, I think. Uh, I, it's it, it all comes down to Stafford on the offense because he executed he executed well today. Uh, he put those balls in places where no other quarterback would. <laughs> right? We talk about Stafford windows. That was the reality of the game today. That's what he did. He he was able you know. And I talked about it earlier in the show. I'll, I'll hit it again. Those great spectacular catches you saw from Gall- Galladay were because he wasn't getting separation. And he yep. has to make great, you know, quite catches. What is really goes unsaid in those awesome catches and contested catches is how perfectly the ball's been placed. That didn't happen early in the season. Safford was off. He was. We were laughing about how good thing Galladay or um, well, it was Galladay Galladay once, but early in the season, I forget who has that massive wingspan to be able to get his hands mm-hmm. on those balls because you need it as far off as Stafford was today. Those were lasers right into the pocket, right exactly where they need to be. I can't imagine how awesome this team would be if we had players that could get separation because that it, it, they, it would be incredible. Stafford would have all kinds of room to get that ball in. They it would open up a whole different ball of wax for this offense but to be able to see us run the ball control the clock control the game and then Stafford just deliver every single mm-hmm. time that was great that was great yeah yeah, yeah there's a when reason Stafford's why we came like we, yeah. oh absolutely when he's on he's on and oh. you know that's the reason why we pay him like there's no <laughs> doubt that he deserved that big bag of money that he got a few years ago <laughs> and like he's you know he's only a mediocre like he's only a mediocrely paid quarterback now Right. Um, for an elite level talent, like, and he's still, still just, just as good as he was, you know, a couple of years ago. It may have taken a little bit of time to dust the rust off, but I think it, we, we're hitting the hitting the ground running at the right time, um, especially in this next couple of upcoming games where you know maybe a little bit easier and we can actually winnable games. So absolutely. All right, hey James, I'm going to let you go. We got a couple other people that are going to do it. Yep, dust the rust. Have a good day at work. <laughs> that's one that's coming back. <laughs> dust the rust. <laughs> All right, All right boys, be good. Okay. Right, thanks Later. for calling. Thanks for listening. Yeah, stay safe, guys. All right, you too. Stay safe. Cheers. All right, got our Australian fix in there. Sign of the Southern Cross, right? <laughs> All right, yeah. Nine looks like a completely different quarterback this week. It, it, he has progressed, and um. I'm glad because I've been on. Oh, we got Guam back there. Yep. <laughs> um, I'm glad because I've been on that. I've been on Stafford Watch pretty hard this season. When is he going to shake it free? Felt like he did against the Jags, yep. and this week, absolutely another step forward. This was the trajectory that we're looking for. Both we talked about it last week from the defense as well as from you know Matthew Stafford and on the offense, and we saw it all. Bevel's play calling. We probably haven't hit that too hard. Um, you want to talk about it a little bit, Sam? Man, I know you probably disagree yeah, with a little you know, bit what I said. <laughs> it was very vanilla today. It was very, very vanilla. We didn't see any misdirection. We didn't even see a whole lot of movement pre-snap, to be honest. Um, our running plays were very obvious running plays. Um, you know, we just didn't see a lot of 
fun stuff <laughs> offensively uh, today. And so I don't know, you know, obviously every game plan is different. You know, maybe they thought the vanilla stuff would work against Atlanta because their defense just really isn't that good. Uh, and they didn't need to try to disguise a whole lot of stuff. But it got ugly for a little bit there where we had a bunch of, you know, third and shorts or, um, you know, just mistimed running downs or yeah. even passing downs. There were a couple of times where it was a little off. Um, or no protection so, at all. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a whole other thing where they had they ran a couple of plays that really did Stafford no favors yeah. where um, on, on the Adrian Peterson goal line stuff on the fourth down run. They were really hoping, and they touched on this on the broadcast, but they were hoping that the defensive end would follow the wide receiver, and he didn't. There was a couple of run plays where uh, Jonah Jackson left his guy unblocked on purpose, and we just didn't move quite fast enough for stuff like that. So I think there was some miscues. I think there was some uh, wrinkles that maybe they tried to add that really didn't work out for us because Atlanta didn't fall for it or what have you. Mm -hmm. But Hopefully this was an anomaly because, you know, we squeaked this one out, but I think Bevel can do better and he has done better in the past and we're going to have to see better against the Colts. Yep. Well, let's add another wrinkle. We'll get a caller here. Caller, what's your name? How much have you had to drink? Hi, my name is Eric. Uh, used to be Eric and Indy. How's it going? Hey, Eric. Yeah. Are you still in Indy? No, I'm back up in Michigan now. All right. Good for you. Uh, All right. Yeah, but yeah, unlike most of your callers tonight, weird. I've actually had a few beers, so. <laughs> <laughs> Good for All you. Right. I'm going to live vicariously. I'm tapping my water. Oh, man. Why are you over there drinking water? I mean. I'm trying to be less fat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> water helps me do that. Uh, all right. <laughs> what do you got well, yeah. Oh, well, I just called because um, I don't know if you guys talked about it or not because I've missed portions of the show, but uh, I was trying to remember, um, this is familiar with Todd Gurley, you know, um, trying not to score the touchdown. Do you remember back when the Lions were playing the Rams? I think it was 2018. Uh, yeah, Todd Gurley, uh, they were actually up by touchdown, and I had him in fantasy, and I was really pissed off because he got down toward the goal line, and he, like, ran horizontal along the goal line and yeah. got tackled up one year. Like, uh, and he actually did that too uh, earlier in that season against the Packers so yeah. that they could win the yeah. game. So it was funny that he's done this twice in the past and then somehow in this moment, you know, just spaced out or obviously they tried to push him into the end zone at, at one point there, but he just clearly didn't remember what he's done in the past. He's one of the few people who's been able to do this well. So had they suplexed him from the five into the end zone and a flag goes down, do you take the points or do you take the penalty so that you can run more clock? Out? Oh, you take the, the penalty. <laughs> no kidding. But I'm glad you brought this up because right after he scored, I thought to myself that Todd Gurley is the last running back in the NFL that I would have expected to have done this because exactly. of those other high profile times that he didn't score. Because those were like Sunday night football games. Everybody saw it. Yeah. He seemed to have known. So it kind of makes you wonder, was that Todd Gurley or was that his coach saying, if you score here, I'm going to kill you. Do not score. <laughs> Great point. Great and, point. And this time, you know, Todd Gurley didn't get that message and thought about it in the last second, obviously, because he obviously tried to not score. But, you know, I think he might have also got caught up in the moment. He was trying to get tackled. You know, he was about to be tackled, and then our defender let him go. And I think in that moment, every running back's goal is to score a touchdown. 
was, you know, you're, you're fighting for yards, even if you're not trying to score, because that's what running backs do. Yeah. But was, um, was Jeff Fisher, the coach? No, that was, I actually don't remember who the coach was. I, gosh, because it was a while ago. I can't remember because I'm thinking maybe, just maybe, as he started to think about stopping, he's like, no, that's some 7-9 bullshit. I'm going to score. <laughs> maybe? Anyone? <laughs> I, I think he's you know, yeah, like, I know, a, I like know. a texter <laughs> texted in. I think he slipped on the seven-layer bean dip, <laughs> carried him an extra yard <laughs> right into the end zone. Oh, my God. Scott, your wife is brilliant. Uh, when Gurley scored, my wife said the Falcons just lions themselves. The staff will kill this. There you yeah. go. All right. All right. Um, yeah, no, that's that was that was that was some any um what what do you think about the team's uh outlook here for the rest of the season now? We're we're five hundred and we're 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 staring at a completely different kind of schedule for the rest of the year. Folks seem to be feeling a little differently about the team right now. Um, it's that pendulum slingshot effect that we as Lions fans tend to go through. Where, where do you think this team's going now? Caller. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah uh, well, I don't know. I mean, I feel pretty good about it because uh, I do wish that we won that uh, game against the Bears, obviously. But I did look at the schedule as we all like to do before the season, season even started because what else do we have to do? And uh, and thought that the beginning of the schedule was going to be really difficult, and then that there was a long stretch of easier games, really right up until oh, I don't even know what week it is, like week uh, eleven or twelve before we have another difficult game again. So, um, you know, I, I wish I could feel a little bit. I mean, it was a nice win today. I wish I could feel a little bit better about it, like it was a little would would have been a little more dominating of a win. But it is an easy enough schedule ahead. And the NFC is a little bit of a difficult uh, conference. So maybe if we can just string a few more wins together, then uh, and I don't believe in where Chicago is right now. Uh, maybe we can end up at least getting second in the division and getting that seventh playoff spot. But we'll see. Yep, and that's that's exactly what happened to the Giants, and that's the one thing we got to keep in mind here because we're if we get into the playoffs, we're going to Giants our way into it, right? I mean that's that's how the only way it's going to happen. I don't think we're going to win out and take the division, and and Green Bay is going to collapse. I, I just don't don't hope for that. I think we Giants our way in, and and then once you're in the dance, you just start dancing and see what happens. And if the team's <laughs> on the right kind of uh, rise at the right time. You can ride that for a while. So, all right, man, I'm going to let you go. Thank you so much for calling. Thanks for listening. Uh, we got a couple more we're trying to get through here. And uh, anyway, yeah, thanks for calling and listening, bro. Thanks. Yeah. Right. Thank you very much. Yeah. Cheers, man. You guys are awesome. All right. Let's see. Um, I got to hit this one more time because well, let me hit this one. Amazon.DetroitLionsPodcast.com. Get your gear. Get everything you want. You do your shopping. You do it at Amazon. If you go to Amazon.DetroitLionsPodcast.com, you'll get all your stuff. Quickly, in quality way, and all the pro- the profit won't go to Bezos. Part of that will get uh, handed over to uh, your friends here at the podcast. They share when we do that, and it's a great way to help the show by doing something you were going to do anyway. So anytime you go to Amazon, just go amazon.detroitlionspodcast.com. You will not pay a penny more. You'll just help out the show by doing what you're going to do anyway. All right. Hey, caller, what's your name, and uh, how much you had to drink? Oh, I had about four beers, a couple shots, but I loved the game, man. That was an awesome game. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. That was big time. That was big time. That was that was a Lions team that we haven't seen in a long time with a kind of determination that we haven't seen in a long time. I just think that it's, it's kind of funny how we kind of mocked 
Matt Patricia earlier in the season. Yep, yep. But how slowly but surely everything he's saying is coming to fruition. For sure. Like he's saying that it's a long season. We got time. Right. Pretty right. much be patient. Yep. Hey, can you, we're starting to win. Can you, can you turn down in the background there? Because it's, it's coming through a little bit and breaking up your, your audio. Absolutely. Oh, thank you, man. Appreciate it. All right. My pleasure. Yeah. It's just fun to be on the show with you guys. Thanks. Yeah. 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 No, this is, I think you're, I think you're right. This, this is, uh, you know, it, it was, it was the worst place to be to say, maybe Matt Patricia isn't the worst thing to ever happen in the world in week one and week two and week three and week four people didn't want to hear it right there was there i've i've gotten so many things um via dms that were just like <laughs> horrible just horrible and it was about patricia right and it's it's we all knew put the december monitor up there one more time we all knew what the deal was with patricia he was told meaningful games in december if he does, if we don't do it, we're not going to be, we're not going to see much more of him. If we do, if he does, and the team's playing meaningful games in September, we will see more. That's more of an outlook that anybody in in Jacksonville or in um, Atlanta knew about their coaching situations, right? It's just the way it is. We know, we know what's going to happen. We know that the, what's going to happen this season. If they do it, they don't. If they do it, they do it. If they don't, they don't. And the coach will be there and make it. The fact that this team is here. And and this the, across the board, they've made the adjustments. I think that's a, that's a statement to the team and the coach. It's about maintaining. Not it. only that, right? not only that, people don't realize you you signed up for a rookie coach. Yep, it's going to take some time. Yep, we were kind of at a rebuild, but not really a rebuild. But he rebuilt the team. Tim and Quinn have been getting their own guys actually building the culture in the city and it's going to take some time for it to jail. Now with the COVID and everything it's going to take, and everybody knows the, the offense jails faster than the defense during the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. Now we're starting to see the defense kind of jail a little bit. We had a lot of injuries too. Now people are coming back and they're getting play time with each other and they're starting to work together as a team. And you kind of see it on the field. We don't have to get down on them because they get down on themselves. Mm-hmm. And they speak boldly about it. They're like, okay, we can play better. It's not the coaching. We got to perform. And they're not performing at times, and they acknowledge it. You've seen it clearly today. The, O-line, the D-line stepped up tremendously today. Oh, I'm so proud of those guys. Mm-hmm. They couldn't, what, what? They averaged two yards a carry? Are you kidding me? For Todd Gurley? That's got to be his lowest performing game of his career. Yeah. I mean, they did a really good job against Todd Gurley. That's that's for sure. And, you know, this defense has been gelling. I think, you know, we got a couple guys back. We got a couple vocal leaders back. When Curse came back, I, I honestly feel like that made a difference. Um, you know, just in the tempo that the defense played at, uh, how hard they played. Um, you know, with a little bit of a chip on their shoulder, a little bit of an edge. And that's something that's been missing basically since Matt Patricia's first year here when it wasn't even his defense mm-hmm. is you try to bring in guys that fit your scheme, but maybe they don't fit all the rest of the criteria you really need for a good defense. And I think we are finally starting to see a turn up you know, <laughs> in how this team is playing, uh, you know, 
that that the defense looks semi-competent, which is possibly the first time they've looked semi-competent under Matt Patricia, uh, where, you know, they're stopping the run and not giving up 35 points to the Atlanta Falcons, which is something that was completely plausible. Yep. Uh, you know, Especially this offense was how good. long they were on the field. They were on the field a long time yeah. doing some of them drive. Yeah, that, that one from like with the four yard line all the way down. That was yeah, yeah they had like two of them. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> um, really, really something. And and I want to say because this game and this is somewhere where they're you know they should get credit for this game was a fifty six point over under. Okay, so and it was forty five points scored for the whole game. This was supposed to be a game where two offenses went crazy because the defenses couldn't stop anything, and we saw a little bit of the opposite kind of a game. Both defenses really, really came to play, and I think the Lions came with a, a mindset of controlling the clock, controlling the game, and our defense performed the way that we expected them to perform in the first couple games of the season and how our offense was designed to react. So I think the way things worked out today is exactly the kind of team that this team is built to be. Um, I just I, I want to see that offense make take that next level you know, step. Uh, I think the Colts will be a great, great team to play against. Uh, to really get a measure of this team, uh, the Falcons aren't bad, right? But the Colts are a more rounded team than the than the Falcons are. The, the Falcons are full of some really good players. So we'll see we'll see how this plays out. But um, this is this is a defensive this is a defensive win uh, for the team. I don't want to say they, they the defense won the game, but they absolutely had <laughs> had an arm in it. Um, this is a win for the team's defense, though, in that this is working and these players are working and they're able to stop a very very powerful offense. So so that's good. Just to piggyback off of what you just said, yep. honestly, if you notice how the schedule is being structured, it's like a stepladder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So each team that we're going against that we're winning, we're going up, 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 next step, next step. And they're showing that they could do it. If you can, if you're not going to respect that, I mean, you got to respect that. At least respect that. If anything, I mean, our team deserves that. We rooted for less. <laughs> like, <laughs> seriously, the Lions say we've rooted for less, and they actually they actually care. That's what I care about. They actually care, and they want to win. But us as Lions fans, we're great. Let me say that positive first. We're great. <laughs> but we're kind of on the ungrateful side. Yeah, yeah. Because we've had some talented, play, talented players on, on our squad and still haven't performed. But we never had the leadership and the management and the coaching that could take us to the next level. And I just think we're building on that right now. Even if Patricia get fired, I think we'll have a plethora of coaches that want to come and coach here. Yeah, no, you know what? That's that that makes a good that's a good point. And I, I tell you, if and, and just you think about it, this year there's a lot of teams looking for head coaches. It's it's going to be hard to get the guy that you want this year. You're going to have to be a special team with a special yeah. organization. Um, if Patricia survives to next year and, and next year's an eight and eight year or whatever. And they say, okay, that's that eight and eight isn't good enough. Okay. We'll just say that. Uh, if that's, if that's the move that they make, you, you're absolutely right. The a coach will come here and say, they will give me a fair shot and they will trust me when I say I can turn this around. They will give me the time to do it. Um, I, I think that's good from an organizational perspective uh, on a go forward. And we'll see, we'll see how this goes. I mean, this, it, it came up in the chat recently here. Um, this team could go six and three. 
We could be at six and three facing the Panthers, and you know that's the the, the Panthers are beatable. I mean, can you imagine being seven and three going into the Texans on Thanksgiving? How 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 insane that would be! It's a tough part of the season. There, we, we face the yep. Bucks, uh, the Bears away, uh, the Packers, uh, Tennessee. Right? There's a couple of real tough teams there. But yeah, you beat one of them. You beat two of them. You absolutely climb that ladder, and you have a certain level of confidence in a team that's ready to play in in the uh, in the playoffs. It's big time. Big stuff, man. Hey, hey, guys, have a good show. All right, all right. Thanks for coming. Right, thanks, call. thanks for listening. Hey, my pleasure. All right, we'll see you, man. All right. Oh boy, this was this was the win that we needed. This is the win, really, really that we needed. That two game streak for Matt Patricia. First one. Whew. <sighs> now it started the ball rolling. Yeah, that's right. So, what's his overall record now? Um, let's take a quick Ooh. look. See if we can find that. <laughs> I think it's like 11 wins now and 24 maybe. Take another call here. Hey, callers, what's your name and uh, how much have you had to drink so far? Well, my name is Austin and I am a uh, man in Ohio, big Lions fan. Uh, actually joined the Lions tribe after moving to going to college in Toledo. And uh, I've had, um, you know, enough to drink so far. I, I really want to split. <laughs> oh, man. So what's up? What do you got going? How 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 you feeling the Lions today? Oh, my God. I, I, I mean, I, I hope restored. It is the, I, I said before the game, I said, this moment is the moment of the season. Like, if they win. Then you know, like maybe I'll I'll back Patricia's ass the rest of the season. If they lose, fire him. <laughs> <laughs> I do think this was a make and break game because this is one of the worst teams like, record wise that we're going to play this year. It uh, was, it, 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 the, 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 but the excitement of the level when it, when it came down to that end of that game, oh my gosh, it, it, my, my my heart beat. Like, I don't, I don't have one of those heart monitors, but like, I, I actually made my girlfriend like put her hand on my chest, like, like feel it thump. <laughs> <laughs> and then I slid it down and said the same yeah, thing. Yeah, the old classic maneuver. Yeah, <laughs> it's the old movie stretch in a new yeah. format. <laughs> oh, that's great! That's awesome. Man. <laughs> oh man, hey. <laughs> he's dying on the other end of the line. Yeah, this. Uh... You know, games like this are, you know, really what I think kills most people that have heart attacks in the metro Detroit area. I think they're they're causing a lot of, you know, heart attacks and failures, you know. That's awesome. It's a real problem. They they had to start the the whole Henry Ford Hospital. I I don't even know what to say about this team anymore. Like, like. The defense, the defense was decent today. I mean, surprisingly, I, I thought the Falcons would walk up up and down the field on us. Even 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 if they're a bad team, uh, they, they still have the talent to walk up and down the field on us. And 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 we 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 still we basically basically did what we did against the Jaguars. I mean, you know, with the with the hard hitting and the um, and the coverage was you know the coverage was the same way it's been almost all season, but but. You know, it, it 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 was decent, I guess, and um, it, it it was uh it, man, it was it was exciting though to see the ending though, and that that was the, um, it, it, 
I, I had written it off before the end of that game. I, I was ready. I was ready. I was ready to just walk away. And, and I actually had physically walked away. And then I, and I walked back to the room and I saw Gurley like, like accidentally score. And it's just like, wow. <laughs> but I mean, like, better than the win, you now have a new move for the lady. Right, <laughs> that's that's what you took away from today more than anything. <laughs> Feel it, pumping. oh man! No, she, no, no, she, she, she's on her, she's on her high horse now because she just bought me a Stafford jersey for her anniversary for our anniversary. Oh, there you go! What a good woman! What a good woman! You have done well, my friend. <laughs> yeah, she bought me a Stafford jersey for our anniversary, and, and we were we were we were hoping for a win today, and then. <laughs> Wow, what, 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 what luck that it came out to be this kind of win. Yes, sometimes you get lucky. <laughs> sometimes it's pumping and you get lucky. I can't, I can't, not, I got to get off it. Happy anniversary. How about that? How about I say happy anniversary and we leave it at that? Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> all right, my man. Hey, thanks, hey, thanks for my call. Yeah, thanks for calling in. Really appreciate it, man. Um, all right, we got another call coming. I'm going to, I got to say, hey, hey to Flounder. Holy cow. You see that? Did you see what happened there? Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Killing so, it. He uh he did his two hundred dollar match, then he threw another hundred and one just so he could be the top of the uh the the leaderboard on the on the donations. We're almost at eleven hundred dollars. We're at one thousand ninety five dollars and sixty nine cents. <laughs> Love guys are the best. Uh okay. Wow, that's that's killer. You guys, you folks are awesome. If you want to join, you want to help out, head on over to stjude.org slash DLP. Uh, you can donate there, get your tax deductions. They do PayPal, credit cards, the whole thing. Help support St. Jude in our fight to help get Christmas for the kids. And I think, Color, are you there? Oh, I lost him. He'll, he'll call right back, I'm sure. All right. Um, as we start here, we've been going for a long time. So let's get to the point where we can start thinking about what's your big roundup? What's your big takeaways from this, Salmon? You know, the biggest takeaway for me is is kind of a continuation of last week where we didn't know if this defense was going to continue. And I think it's it's a good indication of things to come that it did, in fact, continue, that we saw pressure, we saw blitzes, we saw stunts, we saw disguises that we normally don't see. You know, one of the disguises was one of the biggest plays of the game when um, – when 90 got back in coverage and bat that ball down on fourth down, that would have probably been a touchdown had Matt Ryan arced it a little higher. You know, those kind of plays are really what makes a football game close and you win and you lose with those small things. And we're seeing the defense do the small things that we hadn't seen them do before. Mm -hmm. And I think that, uh, you know, I think we can all be optimistic at this point that maybe we've turned a corner that this is going to be the defense that we're going to see the rest of the year. And, you know, whether it's going to be consistent pressure or not, or whether we're going to get sacks or we're not, that we're at least going to be more competitive than we have been in the past. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think you're absolutely right. And that's, that's, that's big. We all talked, we talked about it. Like you said last week, it's the trajectory. That win was good, but you have to build on it. You got to get to the next one. And we did the Colts are the next test there. As he said, the step ladder to the next level and to see the, the team take that on and, and do that and, and win will be great. This team is going to be a seven, eight or nine win team this season. It depends how things shake out at the end. I think the, you get on the low end of that, 
you wind up bifurcating the fan base and you're going to have some really, really strong minds who want to get rid of the leadership and some really, really, really strong minds who want to keep them and, uh, and let it go. And it's going to be, it's going to be a real tough place to work <laughs> for this yep. offseason because that's just where this team is going to end up. Hopefully it gets them into the playoff side and we can see them accomplish something. Cause I tell you what, a playoff win erases all of the doubters at that point, whether they win one and are out. If they win it close, it doesn't matter. That's that erases everything. Um, let's see. I had the caller and I lost him again. I think I think he hears us talking and hangs up. So next time I'll I'll, I'll mention it right away when I pick him up. Um, all right. Oh, you want the December mama meter left needle to the left, Mike Hodges? That's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing. How far are we moving it? <laughs> well, we can we'll look at it here again. We got it at. Uh, let's see. All right. Let's see if we can get this caller in. Caller. No. Okay, it's something with the the app, I guess. Um, I mean we're we're at three and three. I feel like that straight twelve o'clock on the December monitor meter is about right. And then it's gonna move I would agree. Depending where we go with this uh this uh this win next week. We'll see. I'm all got Mo going in the chat. All right, let's try this one last time. If this caller works, great. If not, we're gonna we're gonna call it a show in work. That's that's the end of the story on that, huh? <laughs> wow. All right. You know what? I'm going to call him. What the heck? <laughs> Remember last time we tried to call people, we just got a bunch of answering machines. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's not It's not working. Okay. Yeah. So the Skype is broken. We're going to call that a, a game. We're going to call that a show. Thanks for everyone who's joined us. This is great, great day. Celebration Monday, and we got Celebration uh, Sunday going on right now. So don't don't worry about work tomorrow. You, I can I can write you a note if you want. I'll give you a little excuse if you don't feel like being there quite early because you got a little bit of thickness up there. That's okay. And uh, <laughs> December monitor, nice and stiff, right in the middle, like Penasini. Yep, we got that going on. Also, Penasini is always right in the middle. <laughs> um. Let's see. We hit cbd.detroitlionspodcast. I think we got everything. Okay, we're good to go. All right. So, everybody, thank you. Remember, the show's looking for your involvement. Use the comments and subreddit to give us your feedback. We appreciate that. It means a lot to us and helps us make sure that we're giving the community what they want. So, please be be sure to hang out there and let us know what you think. It's uh, it's good to get your suggestions. Also, don't forget about us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Detroit Lions Podcast. It is the place where you can go for as little as a dollar a month or as much as you want to give can give Sandman's whole paycheck if you want. Yeah, uh, do it. So, slash Detroit Lions podcast. You get access to the Slack chat, the most intelligent Lions chat on the internet. It's a it's a great time, great place. Check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash the Detroit Lions podcast, and on Twitter at DET Lions podcast. DET Lions podcast. We're, we're running around without... I, I just I just totally stepped on it. We're all running around <laughs> without pants, and I just stepped on. It. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I was expecting a Penasini joke. You stepped on that too. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I stepped on your Penasini. <laughs> your Penasini is that pants big? Pants you free. can step on it. <laughs> pants free. Stepped on the Penasini. That's a lot to say for you, Sam. Man, good job. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a call via Skype. Detroit Lions podcast. All one word. Detroit Lions podcast. Or on the Lions line at nine two nine three three Lions nine two nine three three five four six six seven in the chat. Thanks, Chris and Stafford's brother <laughs> be sure to go to detroitlionspodcast.com subscribe to the podcast so we can show up in your ears and all your other orifices automatically where you like it all right thank you for tuning in we're going to see you next time on the detroit lions podcast remember no pants no toasters no hot tubs no problems because we're your detroit lions and reddit connection <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
seconds winding down, and look at that. How big is that? Chris and Case out of time. Pack the bag, start the plane. This show is over. Everybody else is walking Nobody. away with ball burns in between their hands. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>